Welcome to another E. Oh, I normally said EPL, guys. Uh, ordinary me. Welcome to another MPO Sports Podcast episode. And this episode, we will be discussing our highlights of the Olympic Games. And then we will pop over to the EPL because that's the biggest thing this week. The EPL commences this weekend. And I'm sure all our panel members will be absolutely ripping to watch it on Optus Sports. And uh, just before we um, discuss the Olympic Games, I just want to quote the great man, Bobby. What was his name again? The um, the uh, famous uh, NASCAR driver played by Will Farrell, Bobby. Bobby. Ricky Bobby. Bobby. Ricky, Ricky Bobby. Bobby. That's right. Sorry, I, I stuffed that up, people. But I just want to quote when talking sport, the Ricky Bobby quote that really stands the test of time. If you're not first, you're last. Let's get into it. And straight away, my highlight of the Olympic Games was probably the Australian boxer that got the uh, bronze medal. How are you outside? That's him. And he has not, I mean, in general, boxing for Australia has not had happy times at the Olympic Games. And the way he did it with the spirit, the attitude, he was just perfect. He must be a great young fella. So now I'll introduce our panel. We have Woody as per usual. How are you going, Woody? Yeah, good, thanks. As you said, the Olympics just finished and the Premier League's only a couple of days away, so we're in a good spot. Yep, certainly are. And um, another stalwart, our answer to uh, Mike Sheehan, Jeremy Wharf. How are you going? Oh, good, <clears throat> good. Thank you, Tim. Um, pleasure, pleasure to join this uh, extended panel tonight. It is an extended panel and um, it was my pleasure stuffing up the intro, but we all will live with that. <laughs> um, and, and our uh, producer slash editor... Josh is joining us. How are you going, mate? Yeah, no, not too bad, mate. You know, like we're, you know, with the lockdowns, difficult times, but we'll handle it and, you know, get to cheer me, get to cheer myself up with some Premier League on the weekend. Definitely looking forward to that. 100%. And look, not to put a dampener on it, but what's a lock, lockdown? We wouldn't know in Ballarat. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> and our fifth, and we're, we're looking forward to having discussions with this young chap. We've got Andrew. How you going, mate? Uh, good, thanks, Tim. Thanks for having me on. And how are you doing? Very good, mate. And look, this has been a journey to get you on, and we are stoked about it. So now what we'll do, we'll go around. Woody, what was your highlight of the Olympic Games? Um, look, I was hoping you wouldn't start with me because there's actually quite a few to pick from. <clears> but um, I'm going to go with the men's 400-metre hurdles. Um, just... That was just ridiculous how quick that was run. Um, the, the, sil- all, the best you can ask for at an Olympic event from yourself is to – you're on the world stage and run a PB or break some sort of record. There was a guy in the 400 metres that broke the old world record and still only won silver because the guy that ran first smashed it. Um, I can't say the bloke's name, but um, he's, a, he's a Scandinavian lad and I can't remember his name, but um, yeah, he, um, <clears throat> the quickest time ever in the 400 metre hurdles. And um, unfortunately, the bloke behind him ran the second quickest ever and only got himself a silver. So you're telling me you cannot pronounce the gold medalist name, yet you can, pr- you can pronounce which club? I was going to hold <laughs> off pronouncing Borussia Mönchengladbach. They might even get another mention later <laughs> on. So we'll, no worries. we'll hold our breath for that. Oh, I just seen the opportunity, so I thought I'd take it. Um, Jeremy, what was your highlight of the Olympic Games? Um, 
I think the I think the most obvious answers for most people would be uh, the boomers, um, a couple of team sports, possibly the swimming. Um, I was a fan. I actually watched live the final of the women's high jump and uh, Nicola McDermott. Um, she was just she was just a bundle of energy, and she was actually just going to do her last jump she was almost in tears and just happy to be there and happy to be in the top three um and land herself with a silver medal so just for her energy and enthusiasm alone i'm i'm gonna go for nicola mcdermott you know you know what i liked about her though like because she actually up until the last two jumps she was actually in the lead she was um but going into her last jump she'd already had two fails at um at two metres four, so she couldn't improve her position um, because the other the other girl um, cleared, cleared it. it anyway. Yeah. So she would have had to make another two uh, two clearances to get the gold. But you could just see that she knew the pressure was off um, and she just enjoyed it. And I'll tell you what, she only just nicked the bar and it looked for a little bit that it was going to stay up. Yeah, yeah, and Woody, Woody and I, Woody and I concur uh, without taking – Taking any uh, performance-enhancing things away, I, we, I, Woody and I like the purity of the athletics, as in it's basically who can jump the highest, who can run the fastest. Um, just the simplicity of it all. Simplicity either, of it. Uh, either you run the fastest or you don't. You jump the furthest or the highest or you don't. Or I'm you throw something the furthest or you don't. I'm more of a rap for those being Olympic sports and, say, climbing a wall or something like that. So how, yes, how, did right. you, how did you handle the young girl's sermon after winning the um, the actual uh, silver medal? Oh, was it really a sermon? <laughs> is it any is it any different to um, watching a, a post fight interview in the UFC when they say first and foremost I want to want to give all the glory to God? Was it really any different yeah. to that? <clears throat> oh, I was just being tongue in cheek. But um, look, what you said about the purestness of the athletics. Let's just stay tuned for the next few years and just see what comes out of that. Because well, yeah, as we know, there is a history in the Olympic Games where someone wins and two years later they get caught out because yes. the testing improves so over I, yeah. time. So to begin with, I, I did preface my comments by saying uh, just take, taking aside any conjecture about uh, performance enhancing. But um, just the oh, simplicity yeah. of it all, isn't it? Simplicity it's, of it. Uh, less yeah. is more. Yep. Yeah, running, and look, running and the and fastest jump at the highest jump at the longest. Exactly. And and as I'm speculating with that, I'm just going on past history. Who knows? There may have been a clean games. Only time will tell. Um, Josh, what was your Olympic Games highlights? <laughs> um, uh, Jeremy mentioned before, I'll be the obvious one because I didn't watch a lot of Olympics besides the Matildas and Ollie Roos, but I did watch a bit of uh, the Boomers and Paddy Mills. And yeah, congratulations to them for getting the bronze medal and they made the country proud, I reckon. So even and, though that people expected them to like to win a bit more, but yeah. Oh, yeah. look, and I think you picked a great one. Look, it's probably the obvious one, but I think it's a bit of a package deal there because how well did Paddy Mills throughout the whole games conduct himself? I mean, that's just yeah. an absolute thumbs up to any sportsman. If they take a leaf out of that guy's book, they're on a good pathway. It's first class, wasn't it? <clears throat> and um, just, just a little bit outside of that, um, if, if you're ever questioning what basketball and winning a medal means to some people, you need to look no further than um, Andy Mars' chat with Andrew Gaze on the Channel 7 panel. Um, mm. 
Andrew Gage was in tears, just reliving the moment and talking about the trials and tribulations of um, Australian basketball. And, um, yeah, you'd see how much it means to him. And yeah, another, uh, another journeyman of Australian basketball was Brian, the coach. Brian Gorgian of Ballarat? Yes, he was originally brought over to uh, coach the minors and then went from there on to, I think, the Spectres, it might have been back then, <clears throat> that awarding. Or was it um, the Magic? One or the other? Yeah. Oh, I think, yeah, he, he was, was at magic, magic, but I think he, he think, did he go to the Spectres? I'm not sure, but he was definitely at Magic. He was definitely at Magic, um, and he's done some stints at a he, few other clubs. He was, at, he was at Melbourne Tigers very early. Yeah. And actually, just before we go over to Andrew for his highlight, if we look at Ballarat basketball, just while we're here, because we're out of lockdown and people are playing basketball, um, Ballarat has been a great foundation for a lot of coaches that went to NBL, etc. Al Westover. Um, yep. What's the most recent coaches? Brendan Joyce. Brendan Joyce, Obviously, yep. obviously um, Brian himself. Ray Warner. Yep, Mark Leader even coached um, at Ballarat. Yep. There's been some decent people go through the doors. Anyway, um, Andrew. And Waji, has, there, has there been some great <clears throat> talent? Has there been some great talent getting around in local basketball? <clears throat> oh, well. Right. Uh, we won't apparently uh, so. We won't go into and, uh, um, the yeah. fringe dwellers, particularly, particularly <clears throat> of a Wednesday night. Is that um, uh, is that um, social grade D grade or something? My word is very esteemed. And yeah. uh, Andrew Andrew Bogut's actually um, spent a bit of his childhood up around the Clunes Way, I believe, as well. Okay, good luck to him. Uh, <laughs> thanks. Anyway, anyway, thanks, thanks, Josh, for that very in-depth uh, highlight of the of the. And it created a lot of discussion, there, mate, which, which we which we completely which we completely took over. So, so yeah. thanks, all good, mate. All good, mate. So, Andrew, the hard one, mate. Lucky last. What was your highlight? Uh, so, like Josh, I didn't actually watch too much of the Olympics, but something that I really liked, mainly from the pole vaulting that I saw, was the sportsmanship from everyone. Yep. So you had, I think it was the Swedish bloke that won gold for it. And you yep, had the world champion challenges. and world record holder. Yeah, that's him. And you had everyone after his go at it, they chased him down just to give him a hug. When he was talking to his coach, they went the whole way just to say congratulations. The smiles on everyone's faces as he did it. It was just something I really liked from it. Yeah. You saw that in other events as well. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. That's another thing about the purity of the <clears throat> Olympic Olympic competition, isn't it? Um, everyone's kind of pulling for each other as well. You don't see <clears throat> that. You don't see that a lot in professional sports. That's right. And look, I think there's an honourable mention just before we move on to EPL is, and she had everything thrown at her at home because. I think it was her brother <clears throat> got the um, opportunity to train for his e-sports, but the the actual javelin thrower from Australia um, just throw just both times. I think to make the finals, her last throw, and then to get the silver medal, it was like her last throw or bronze medal that she won. Bronze, I believe, yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, she did quite well considering, like most of our athletes, they've had limited um, preparation compared to other parts of the world because of our lockdowns. So. I thought that was quite memorable. Her name escapes me, but she was she was in the ad. <laughs> um, let's be honest, there was so many moments to pick from, though. Like we've, we've named five, but um, one more, one, many, one more, uh, more. more honourable mention of the uh, of the decathlon. Um, oh yes, yes. Uh, so Ash Maloney, who ended up getting the bronze uh, during the during the the final running leg, it was kind of spurred the, on the fifteen hundred. 
1500s. Spurred on by his teammate, uh, Cedric Dubler. Dubler, Dubler, however you spell it. And yep. pretty much just egged him on to get him over the line to get he, to get the bronze. And Dubler was well back in the field as well. So um, but it's funny. The, I feel so underwhelmed until the Olympics actually start. But when they, when they actually get underway... It's hard um, to turn it off, isn't it's it? It's hard to turn it off. But uh, the way Channel Seven covered it as well, having having you able to watch on the stream and the streaming platform yep. and watch a particular sport. And once. just I've, on that too, um, the Paralympics are only a couple of weeks away as well, so that you can tune in through the Seven Plus to watch that as well. And um, they they probably don't get the credit they deserve, but that that's actually enjoyable to watch as well. It is. is and there, um, wheelchair is there wheelchair tennis in that one? Yeah, I believe yes. so. Is, yeah. it, is it because... going to be like going to be like four people competing, like at Wimbledon, like at the at the Grand Slams? <laughs> yeah, but let's not be derogative to such um, great athletes. And Dylan was on the uh, after show yeah, with um, and, and he was wonderful. I'd love and to see him speak. There's a <clears> lot <throat> of um, a lot of people that think Bruce McAvaney's lost it in terms of AFL commentary. But um, he is at the top of his game with athletics commentary. Oh, he had some decent specialist commentators beside him, though. In fairness, Tamsin um, Manu was there. <clears throat> yep, she was but, brilliant. Um, she was yeah. great. Uh, Ian Thorpe was great in the pool. Yep, um, yeah. there, was, there were some really good ones. And yeah. if there was lawn bowls, Mick Malloy would have well, blown them out of the water. Well, well, we're and maybe in twenty thirty two. Well, he did at the um, Commonwealth Games. Um, but um, there's another great sort of social media sort of sports person that usually fires up about the Bulldogs down in Tasmania. But all I can say is, because um, he doesn't do it as well as me, Aussie, 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 oi, 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 and we'll move on. All right, now. <laughs> I'm, I'm, glad, I'm, glad, I'm, glad, I'm glad we're moving on. <laughs> I'm, I'm disappointed he even got a mention. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mention his name, though. Anyway, EPL is hitting us, I think, Saturday night is the first lot of games. Yeah, five AM yeah. to be specific. Brentford, um, v Arsenal. Yeah, oh, I thought. Like, yeah, I yeah. thought Manchester United were at a better time for Australian viewers in their first. Uh, no, uh, yeah, United. <laughs> yeah, yeah, United is at a better time. Eight thirty PM. I think I read. Uh, I think yep, it's a so little Brentford later. Brentford and Arsenal is five AM <clears throat> yeah. on the Saturday. Morning. Morning. Oh, okay. And Man United and Leeds are at 9.30 on Saturday yeah, night. Yeah, I think the telecast starts at 8.30 on the um, app. Yep. So I think that's what yep. I was looking at. So, look, I'll start off with my um, top four. I still think, I'll still believe that um, City are the team to beat. So, I'll give them the kudos they deserve and put them on top probably at the end of the season. I've got confidence in my mob which is Manchester United. So my bias is I, I believe they'll finish second. I think Chelsea have done a little bit of wheeling and dealing in the off-season in the <clears throat> transfer market. I, I believe they'll slot in the third and Liverpool will probably slot in the fourth. But then the anywhere from second down to fourth could, could change spots. But I think that will be the top four. But I just don't see personally anyone beating City for the title over the 38 weeks. Who's next with their top four guys? Who wants to have a throw them out on the table? Yeah, I'll, I'll um, a, oh, yeah, I'll, you go, Woody. Yeah. I'll, so, City, I think, will be the runaway leaders again. I think well, they'll they'll sew that up with a few games to go. Um, they've just brought bought Grealish for a hundred million pounds, but um, so that'll help them. Um, I think Chelsea probably finished second, United third, and Liverpool fourth. Um, I think 
yeah, there's probably not going to be too much different to that. And I imagine the other three guys will pick those same four teams as us. Just the order may differ a little bit. Um, I'll go next. Uh, <laughs> my my top four is pretty much the same as Woody's. Uh, my reasoning being, you know, City's just obvious. I think they're just far too good. But um, I think it'll be a lot tighter with Chelsea in second because I believe Lukaku, he's going to be signing in the next few hours, I believe, I would say. So I reckon he's going to make a really big impact for Chelsea. He'd won it because so, he failed at United. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Chelsea, I think, will make a really good um, impact for them. And then, yep, third, I'll have us because Rashford's going <laughs> to be out for a, a month or maybe more. And then and Cavani, you don't know if he stays fit for the whole season. And then I have Liverpool at fourth because I think Van Dijk won't be the same after that injury. And I think that's, um, that's what I'm calling. Yeah. With, with Cavani, though, I don't think um, Ollie uses him on the pitch enough anyway. Take the injuries out of it. I think he was underutilized at times. Yeah, no, I agree with that. What uh, about yourself, Andrew? Who, who's your top four, mate? So I've been tossing around with one, two, and three for about two weeks now, I reckon. And so I'll probably end up changing it within the next 24 hours. But I think I have to have City on top. They're just, as everyone's saying, the runaway leaders spent $100 million on Grealish. It's hard to compete with that. Second, I have us, Chelsea, if people don't know, I support them. And Lukaku coming in, that's the main reason. Then third, I have United. I would have them second or if not even top if they had a bit better of a manager. No disrespect to Oli, but he's made some pretty bad decisions. And fourth, Liverpool. Well, there you go. Um, it looks very much a common occurrence, but who knows? Mr. Wharf may put Liverpool first. Who you got? Lads, lads. He's going to go with Leeds to finish third. Lads. Uh, it, it, lads, it's it's coming home. Of course, the English Premier League. Of course, it's coming, the trophy's it's going coming, home. It's coming home. Coming home, boys. Coming home to Anfield. Back again where where it should have been. Actually, actually, that's I'm only I'm only Josh. It really of. Is that is that Kool Aid you're drinking there? <laughs> Bobby Boucher um, and his Kool Aid. <laughs> no, okay, that's um. Okay, that's fanatic Jeremy. Now for realistic Jeremy. Um, realistic Jeremy says uh, Manchester City are probably going to win the title by about 15 points. <clears throat> much, as I, much as I hate to say it, um, I'll still back my boys in to finish in the top two, which uh, they did well to finish third last year after having a pretty – they had a pretty terrible year. Let's, let's, be, um, let's make no bones about it. They a shocking year to still end up finishing third. Uh, after that, um, I look at I look at the positive coming uh, uh, coming into this season. Uh, although PSG, PSG did uh, come and pillage Wijnaldum from us, which is which is going to hurt a little bit, but hopefully we can make it up. Um, and Manchester, uh, no, I've got Manchester United fourth. I've got Chelsea third, only on the back of their spending spree. Okay. Yeah. Now, speaking of spending sprees, one thing, like I've, I um, I said I've got United finishing second. Um, ah, uh, sorry, third, Chelsea second. I think I said. Um, the one thing that may change it is if they do make a play for Harry Kane. Um, 
Now, the conjecture is that he's going to go to City. Um, depends on what gets held up there or what sort of games Levy plays. Um, City might just get impatient and just say, no, nah, we don't want him. And that'll open up the door for someone else. I think oh, if, would he, would he go to your head, mate? If United could get Harry Kane, I would um, probably put money on them for the title. I think he can make that much of a difference. Okay, gun to your head right now. Yep. Is is Harry still in Tottenham colours by the end of the season? Um, We play City this weekend, um, and he will not be spending too many more weeks um, in a a lily white jersey. I think he's gone. uh, You You don't believe he'll be in a Tottenham shirt? No, uh, no, he may, well, he, he may play a, this weekend, um, but that might be about it. Here's a scenario: let's say the you know the two uh, Brahma Bulls keep headbutting and they don't make a decision on him. Can you see him potentially staying on and playing through to the January transfer period, and then someone might actually deal with Tottenham? No, no. So you think he'll, go, he'll go early this season? Um, yeah, he. It's probably too late to do a deal now before the season starts. Um, the only way I see something happening and Kane not playing this week is if um, the word coming out of Tottenham is that he's going to play, he's going to play, he's definitely going to play, and then City put in a bid to stop him from playing against yeah. them. Um, um, but I think it'll probably drag out for two or three more weeks and um, he'll be a Man City player. What which... is the cutoff line for the transfer period? Oh, it's the end, end of the end month. Of August, the end of August. But um, um, it does extend to a further week if it's in if it transfers in the Premier League or the yeah. lower leagues. It oh, right. So if, it stay, yeah. if the transfer stays in England, you've got an extra week. Yeah, yep, go an extra correct. week. Uh, okay. question, question for Andrew or Josh. Um, are we just not respecting Leicester City? Oh, uh, uh, you want to go first on this, Andrew? Or? Oh, yeah, sure. Um, yeah. I think since... After Fafana's injury in the friendly, I've just discarded them, basically. But uh, just to cut you off, breaking news, Vastagard is most likely signing for Leicester from Southampton, and he's a good centre-back. I rate him highly. Spurs were in for him as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So continue, Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, even yeah. if they get Vestergaard, I like him, but it's going to take him a while to fit into the system. Yeah. If they lose a couple of early games, I just can't see them being up there, honestly. I don't think... Like Jeremy said, are we disrespecting them? Um, I don't think we are. I just think that the top four are that that much clearly. But as we all pick the same four to finish in the top four, I just think those those four teams are better than everyone else. Um, And that's not a knock on the other teams. That's just how much better the other guys, the other teams are. But is you know, it how much Leicester better they are, are or how much more financial they are? Well, look, like, that's part they're, of it as well. They're, they're the big four probably currently in they're the, the big four money spenders, wise. aren't yeah, they? Yeah, that's, um, that's right. But look, <clears throat> City, uh, City, Leicester are definitely going to be in the mix for if sixth and seventh, those last European places for sure. You know what? I, I find them as one of the, the main dangers usually. You can generally guarantee they're going to be a danger. They're going to be hard to beat. It's Jamie Vardy's their striker, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, still, yeah. And let's, got let, let's be well. brutally honest. Jamie Vardy is probably top three or four strikers still in the EPL, isn't he? Like he's he's still a bloody damn good striker, isn't he? Yeah, yeah in yeah. terms of consistently putting the ball in the net. <clears throat> yeah, that's what I mean. Like he, he he's not going to have a season without um you know scoring probably twenty EPL goals or or more probably. 
So, I mean, there's that. But the other team that I find sometimes difficult to get points, to get the three points in, in particular if you play them at home, and they're always a mid-card club, is I always find, and United struggle against them in particular, so that might be a bit of a bias there, is Wolverhampton. They just set up so well defensively usually, and for some reason, United struggle to put the ball in the net against them. Well, the, <clears throat> I'm glad you mentioned them because um, how much do you put that down to their manager, the way they set up and their structures oh, and all that sort of thing? They, they because, set up to um, get the best that they can out of a bad situation. Yep. So <clears throat> do you think that they're still going to be the same sort of um, team and pose the same sort of issues um, now that um, he's gone to Tottenham? They'll they be might. yeah, they'll be around mid table, I reckon. Mm. But I still reckon they've got good players in their team if they're structured right, like you've put them in their best position. Because like they they've got another um, manager in. Um, the name's escaping me. I'm, he, he was the Ben Faker manager. He's the Ben Faker manager. His name escapes me. But um, he, he's probably I don't know if you'll play a similar system or the same. But I reckon they'll be mid table dwellers. <laughs> like they've been in recent years. But Josh, yeah. the thing is, though, one thing that manager's yeah. inheriting, and as you said, the name escapes us at the moment, yeah. Yeah. is he's inheriting a well-drilled squad, though. Irrespective, he knows that they are well, they've been well-drilled for many years. So yeah. it's not like he's walking to complete rubble. Yep, that's right. So Nuno Espirito Santo, he's obviously gone to Tottenham now. So maybe some of those things, like Tottenham struggled with their defence the last couple of years. Um, so maybe he can instill some of that into them. But um, he's still going to leave a lasting impression on the on the squad, isn't he? Oh, no, yeah. yeah. He made he made a fantastic impact for Wolves when they were down in the championship. Like, he made a massive <clears throat> impact for that club. But, yeah, now he's at Spurs, and it'll be interesting to see what he does with... I still think a bigger club, but yeah, uh, it'll be interesting. Interest, interesting to see what he does. Yeah, uh, question, does. question without question without notice. Um, if, we might want to go, actually go around the table for this. Um, at, outside of the big boys, who's your top contender for uh, being a surprise top three in December? Mm, that's a that's a good question. <clears throat> It always, um, it always tends to happen. I'm not saying they'll stay there, but by, by December, who's your who's your top who's your, who's, your, who's your top contender for a sneaky top three in December? For for me, see, look, uh, Villa, Villa have recruited so well. Like they've recruited so well, and they keep improving every year. But I just I don't I I don't rate both their centre backs very highly. That's the thing. If they got a centre back in, I would say them. But um, right now, like top, you said, top three. Um, uh, I'd still put Leicester in amongst it, to be honest. But another surprise is, I'd say Villa. I'm, I'm still going to say Villa because I reckon they've recruited so well. I like it, Andrew. Uh, in December, I think I have to say Leeds, honestly. Oh, yeah. because yeah, very nice. yeah, they so. don't fear any team the way they That's play. Bielsa ball. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Okay, um, Woody? Um, well, I'm going to go with a team that sort of did it a couple of years ago. It's a little bit left field and probably a bit more ridiculous than left field. Um, but Burnley, they got off to a, a really good start um, a couple of years ago and obviously fell away. Um, but 
I think they're a they're a consistent enough team early on. Um, and look, probably not top three, but they're hard they could to break be in, down. That's they're what I mean. They could break, be in the yeah. they could be in the top six, but you know, come December, that's only you know we're only talking ten or twelve games into the yeah, season, that's aren't good we? Point. Yeah. So, that's um, they've done it before, and there's no reason they can't do it again because they've had a consistent squad for a while as well. Yeah, these teams normally slide out after, after oh, they'll, the new, they'll fall after away. the new year. But, well, the um, Christmas period always sorts out the boys from the it men, does. doesn't it? Yeah, it does. So, it does. And there's no reason that Burnley, if we're talking the start of December, can't be can't be in that mix then. But they'll obviously fall away pretty dramatically after that. What about Tim? I'm going to go with um, a team that was made famous through a um, soccer hooligan movie. <laughs> I'm, go- I'm going to go with West Ham. We're talking Green Street hooligans, yeah? Correct. I'm going, to, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going to go West Ham. <clears throat> West Ham, one of those sort of teams that if they're on, they're very hard to beat. And who knows, depending on how their draw is, they might have enough points around December to be thereabouts for the top four. Well, but, I was I was gonna see I was gonna scream that you stole my thunder there, but I'm I, instead of that I'm good. I'm just gonna concur with you because um, they're had, always dangerous, Jess. They're I had, always dangerous. I had uh, I had West West Ham as my dangerous. Uh, did they finish fifth? <clears throat> they ended up finishing fifth or sixth <clears throat> last year. They weren't uh, sixth. Sixth. Yeah. 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 They, they, they weren't too right far off it. <clears throat> they are a sneaky a sneaky <clears throat> sneaky chance to be top three in December. And I tell you what. When you, I imagine one of the play venues that a lot of away teams despise going to would be away to West Ham. <clears throat> no doubt, no doubt. Um, if just, I could, yeah, sorry yeah. to cut you off, Tim. No, 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 go for it, Andrew. Go um, for it, if I could ask, so we've said up until December, <clears throat> yep. come January is the African Cup of Nations. And so teams are going to have players missing. Like I know for us, Edouard Mendy is going to be going off. How big of an impact do you think that's going to have? On Liverpool massively. Yeah, I reckon. Liverpool, yeah. Yeah. Liverpool yeah. heaps, yeah. yeah. Well, no team's going to be affected more than Liverpool, are they? Does that's very affect, true. Just for the simple fact of Salah. Does it affect um, United much, Josh? Uh, Dial, uh, he's our our like back up to third striker, it, it would only affect us. Yeah. So it really doesn't uh, affect us. No, nah, there's nah, going to be really. no bigger loss to any team than Salah to Liverpool. Um, so then the next part of that, does that yeah. change any of your predictions? Uh, I still have Liverpool for, I still yeah. have I Liverpool, still had Liverpool for Yeah. 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 I, I'd, I'd think they'd have enough in the bank to cover that period of a few weeks or whatever it is. Oh, that's uh, fair enough. Oh, just just before we um, lose um, momentum um, for a sec, we did have a listener's um, Facebook question. It was from Josh Warner. Ken, and we may have, you may very well have ha- already answered this, but we'll actually answer it to the question. Can Liverpool recapture the form that delivered them mm. the Premier League title a couple of years back? Do we think it all depends on Van Dyke if he recovers from that lengthy spell out of the game? I reckon yeah. that, that's what that's the big one. And if Kanate and if Kanate adapts and partners well with him, that's another that's another thing as well. I think the biggest thing them though, and like that will um, hinder them winning the title is yeah. the African Cup of Nations. Because like, Salah's not yeah, going to be available for the whole year. And nor, nor is Mane. And Mane as well, that's right. Um, 
So, I mean, that's that's um, probably 35 goals for them a season. Um, and they'd later lose them for, for nearly a month. Um, so, yeah, and, um, Robbo, very hard to cover, yeah. just those two players. And Robbo's out, I believe, isn't he? Robbo's out for like a while. Uh, he's, uh, he, um, yeah, I, I know I, he's out, but I'm not sure how long. I think it's till he's, the new year. Just a bit. He's, in my opinion, the best left back in the world. That That's a big loss for me. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I think that's a massive loss for Liverpool for however long he's out. I'm, hope, I'm hoping I'm hoping they can get some continuity with uh, with Jota. Um, when Jota when Jota played when Jota played last year, uh, we, we were certainly more effective forward. Yeah, uh, no, so that's a good point. Yeah, if he if he if he can string some, if he can string some games together, I reckon we can we can uh, kick some winning boys. Do we think Thiago is going to up his game this season? Because he was, he was not too bad. Like people expected him to be a world beater. I don't think he was last season, but he was getting used to the league and the team and everything. Do we think he's going to up to his heights that we know he's capable of? Oh, he'll be, be he'll be better for the run. What do you reckon, Andrew? Uh, he'll definitely improve, but I can't see him reaching those heights like at Bayern. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking as well. But you know, we'll just have to, to wait and see for him. I reckon. Um, guys, um, obviously we've all got friends that follow the EPL and that, and I know um Woody and um Jeremy and myself have an acquaintance that follows this team. Now, talking about underachieving clubs, where does Arsenal finish? <laughs> <laughs> oh, throw, um, throw a blanket over it. Um. <laughs> I I think I think the signing of the overpriced Ben White is a solid pickup. That's just English tax what they paid, but we won't get into that. But yeah, I reckon he's still a solid pickup for their system. Uh, where do they finish? Um, I would I would still have them in amongst the top ten, so I'd say around seventh. I'd say that's yeah, that's what I reckon. You could have been brave yeah. and said tenth, but anyway. I like him. <laughs> <laughs> I liken them to a lamp that you go and buy from the shops. It looks good in the middle of the table. Yeah. <laughs> is, is that, is that a lamp from the reject shop or is that a lamp from somewhere a bit more upper crust? Oh, look, it's probably not as upmarket as Kmart. But yeah, maybe maybe the reject shop more or something the, like that. Uh, I was thinking a garage sale, honestly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that, that's more of a lucky oh, dip. I, I like nice. that, Andrew. That's more of a lucky dip. I appreciate that The more the losses pile up, the more entertaining Arsenal fan TV is. Uh, so uh, I'll, be, I'll be pulling for that. <clears throat> They eat, their own, they eat their own young, don't they? Oh, just about. <laughs> as long as Arteta's there, though, I can't even see them ending in the top half of the table. Oh, the thing here, I think it's um, with Arteta, the only question you've got to ask is how long till they sack him. That's it. He's being given so much time. Yeah. And they finished eighth last two. year. Um, and really, they didn't even look, yeah, that, look as good as an eighth yeah. place side, did they? Well, maybe no, they just. I'll just search on Twitter now and just put hashtag Arteta out and see yeah, that, see what's there. That that FA, that <laughs> FA Cup uh, that FA Cup saved his job. That's all I'm gonna say there. I, I reckon it saved his job winning oh, that um, yeah. winning that cup. I, I think it did. Yeah, I don't think it saved it. I think it's just bought him some more time. More time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just a, another question without notice. Um, which signing so far do you think is going to have the biggest impact on their new club? Um, 
I said Lukaku, but he hasn't officially signed. But another one, uh, another one. I'm gonna say. I still, I still have my doubts because you know I'm a United supporter, but Sancho because he's gonna be relied heavily from the first game because Rashford's gonna be out. I reckon he's yeah. gonna be relied. But he'll, heavily. he'll get a. He might blend well with um, our uh, favorite uh, recruit from last year. Yeah, yeah, no, Bruno. He, <clears throat> Bruno, yeah, yeah, he might, but he's going to be relied heavily on the ball's going to get to him a lot out out on the wings. He just got, he's got to make stuff happen for us, either scoring goals or assisting. Does yeah. he have? Do you think he's got the skill set to do that role successfully for us? Yeah, he, yeah, he does. I reckon he, I reckon he does. It's just all about you know suiting the style Ola wants to play and how he links up with Fernandez, Cavani, and um. In the works, Wambasaka. If you want to chuck him, it, if you want to chuck him, because he's on the right side. J- but just yeah. on the first two you said there, though, uh, Cavani and um, Bruno. There's a fair bit of experience there um, that might actually help him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <clears throat> he he's going to be relied heavily on, and he just needs to handle the pressure. And he's still young. He's like 21, so he's still he's still young. He needs to handle the pressure that's going to be thrown at him. Well, we're looking at United's first half dozen games. Um, it might give him the opportunity to ease himself in. It's not like exactly. we're, we've got a lot of the big clubs in the first four. Now, a valuable question, um, unless anyone else has got a have, have you got one there, um, <clears throat> Andrew? I was going to say Sancho as well, because Lukaku's yeah. not announced yet. It yeah. has to be. Yep. So if Lukaku was announced, would that change it? Or do you think still Sancho is going to have a bigger impact? Oh, oh if, he, if he's Lukaku. announced, it's Lukaku. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I have like, to stick to be with honest, my Chelsea like, boys. Look, that, that's not as ridiculous as it sounds because Sancho's come on with pretty big raps and he's had a great couple of years over in Germany. So, yeah, let's not downplay just how, how good he is or could be. Hmm. No, and let's not let's not downplay um, the Bundesliga too, because he still plays into a couple of strong clubs, doesn't he? Well, yeah, Borussia Mönchengladbach <laughs> being one, correct. <laughs> and um, yeah, hey, uh, do, do you want us? Do you want me to uh, just reel off a couple of tweets? Read the uh, hashtag Arteta out. That, that this, might be this, amusing. This, this could uh, this this sorry, could actually be this it could actually be a weekly segment. <laughs> no, sorry, go, before go you ahead, get Andrew, on to yeah. this. I just have to head off. I'm really sorry. No, thanks for joining um, us. Thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. And no it was worries. good to meet you guys. No worries. A pleasure good. having you on. All good, mate. Have a good one. I'll see you soon. Thanks, thanks, thanks. <laughs> Take care, guys. <laughs> see you, thanks, mate. Andrew. Bye. See you, mate. Um, so just on uh, just on Arteta out, uh, this guy is dead set on destroying the club. So there's there's one hashtag Arteta out. Uh, this boss is dumb, lacks ambition, has no passion. Um, sack him ASAP. You can't get you can't get much more pointed than that, can you? Is that is that Arteta out or Teague out? Yeah, well, this could be could be, uh, could be one of the same. Uh, 
I, I think. Uh, this club is finished. Uh, tweets Niall with a hashtag Cronky out. Uh, well, we just wants everyone out. Um, <laughs> but but uh, um, I, I'll go on, Jeremy. No, you're right. Uh, there, was, there was one more. Um, sack this fraud. So <laughs> not many people are buying the drinking the artillery. Do you think it's, do you think it's uncon- inconceivable that um, he might only last six or eight games? Um, uh, I think they'll give him till mid-December, uh, I reckon. They'll, they'll give him till they- then. If they lose four or five of their first eight games, and I haven't seen their draw, and I don't know if anyone's got it in front of them. Um, Arsenal, Arsenal fan TV will march into the office themselves and actually. Oh, no, no doubt them. that they will. But there's, if they if they get off to a really poor start again, and you know after six games they find themselves on maybe only three or four points. Uh, do you want me to reel uh, off the first five <clears throat> games? I got it here. Yep. Yep. Um, so yeah, Brentford, uh, then they got Chelsea, uh, Derby there, Man City, Norwich, and then Burnley. Which club they they and how many how many of them are you confident that they'll win? <laughs> I'd say Brentford. Two or three. Uh, I, guys, I think, I think which, Norwich, Norwich. Which club are we talking about? Uh, Arsenal. Oh, cool. Thank you. Sorry. I had to skip away for a sec. I reckon I reckon Norwich <laughs> and Brentford and Burnley. <clears throat> Burnley, they they should be beating, but Burnley are very hard to break down. So, yep, yep. yeah, and and Burnley will put a premium on points early in the year too. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. But uh, yeah. And Brentford will come out fired up, being their first game. Oh, how good would it be if they won? I so, tell you what, if Arsenal lost to Brentford in the first week, oh, uh, that would, would be amazing. Emirates still be standing? Uh, unlikely. I'll be uh, happy for Brentford if they won because, uh, you know, I've <laughs> kept track of them in the championship and they deserve to be in the Premier that would League. Be, that, would be so, uh, that would be so Arsenal though, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, it would be. Vintage Arsenal. Now that you actually mentioned um, Arsenal's first foe for the year, what about the other two newbies? Norwich and Watford. <clears throat> yeah, how do we see them go? Obviously... We're probably thinking bottom of the table. Going straight down, yeah. <laughs> so just just on that then, of the three, if someone's going to stay up, who is it? Brentford. Uh, Brent. I might sound biased, but yeah, No, Brentford. it's Brentford for me as well. Brentford. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but <clears throat> Watford, do, Watford do have a habit of um, playing like playing like absolute shite, uh, but still managing to flog Liverpool 3-0. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I'm not, I'm not prepared to write them off. Okay. Uh, just looking down the list, what about Newcastle United? Do we see a bit more from them this year or are they going to be still um, there? They, look, look we, under Steve Bruce, they play ugly football. They play the worst football I've ever watched, but they get results somehow with their park the bus mentality. And they do have a few good players. So I'll say they end just below mid-table like last season and the season before that. So, stick, so do they play for... Do they um, play a bit of a flair of Mourinho parking the bus, do they? So they play park the bus. It's the most boring football to watch with Newcastle. And then they have like St. Maximum and Wilson. I was just about to mention St. Maximum. He he is one player that you actually pay to watch, I think. Yeah. He's the one Um, that makes them look good and exciting. He does. Like he... (laughs) 
he like as you they do play a boring brand of football, but um, he doesn't buy into that, does he? He likes no. to take the game on. <laughs> exactly. No, exactly right. Um, any, any any surprise any surprise teams sort of flirting with the relegation zone near season's end? Not saying they go down. Uh, this is this is a big call, and I've had this in mind for a while. But Southampton. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I think Danny Ings is a big loss. Danny Ings is a massive yeah. loss, and who's in huddle? He's been smashed so many times, and the board's been uh, giving him chance after chance. And I think his luck will run out this season. Would you give him, Would you give him sixteenth or seventeenth, Josh? <clears throat> yeah, I'd give him around that mark. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for me, and and Brighton will be flirting as well. See, so that's right. the thing, and that's that's what yeah. that um, Danny Ings. That's one of the. Um, one of the signings from Villa that you were talking about as well that that makes them a bit more attractive as an option too. Yeah. Where do people see yeah, Everton me, though, Well, I was going to um, mention them um, as the team that might be the surprise <clears throat> relegation battle. Evident. Evident. Oh, that's a Are you saying they might be they might be just flirting with the relegation? Well, we're not we're not talking about a team to go down, are we? We're just no. talking one that's going to be in a in the relegation fight. A, 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 team, a, te- a team's going to have to pull their finger out to yeah. get above it. And um, uh, there was a, there was honest, a moment in there was a moment in time not not this season but the season before where Man United were tantalisingly close to the relegation zone. Yeah, but like it, 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 mid mid season, <clears throat> mind you, they turned it around. And look, let's be that honest. Was Ollie's there's, first year. Um, there's a bit of um, still uh, controversy surrounding Gilfie Sigurdsson as well. So I mean, if he doesn't play, that's that's a big loss for them. I think those allegations, people are saying it's been proved to be <clears throat> false. So we'll see what happens. It's there. Still got to be but, unsettling, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, the whole yeah, club. Exactly right. No, you're right. Yeah. We won't go into yeah. any more detail than no, that. No, but we those, won't. No. those who follow the game, people can read up on it. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. The people that yeah. follow the game will know what we're talking about, um, and that's probably all we need to say on that. Um, we've discussed quite a few teams. Unless someone's got another team uh, that jumps out of them, yeah, I got, I got, a, I got. A, <clears throat> I want to ask Woody this, being a yep. Spurs supporter. Do you do you think Romero is going to make a massive difference to that defense? Because he's a good um, signing, in my opinion. But I want to get. He is a good opinion. signing, but the problem is, um, we're not bolstering the fence. We're just replacing Elder World, aren't we? <clears throat> yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, with a younger um, player. Yeah, that's right. So yeah. it's not as if, like, if he was in to partner him, then definitely yes. Um, but we're pretty much just replacing Elder World rather than getting an extra defender in. That's a fair point. No. That's um, fair. That being said, I, he's a little bit reckless at times, um, Davinson Sanchez, but I still really do like him as a player. Um, he reminds me a little bit, um, probably not as, as talented um, or as reliable yet, which still may come because he's still only 23 or 24. But um, in terms of the recklessness and just, you know, putting your body on the line sort of stuff, he reminds me a little bit of Nemanja Vidic, which... I don't think is a bad thing. Okay. Um, do, do you think uh, Do you think Jurgen Klopp is safe in his job? 
Yeah. Yeah. Unless he wants to leave. Unless he wants to leave. Yeah. Yeah. He's got he's got the credits in the bank and he does. And look let's be honest, if they finish top four, that's a good year for Liverpool, isn't it? They're not they're not realistically a challenger for the uh, for the premiership, are they? Look, they they had a year a couple of years ago with absolutely everything went where the backup year they had injuries and heaps of stuff. Um, the, oh, the, I, won't, probably, I won't blame COVID because they were twenty odd points ahead. They were they already they already run away with it anyway. So yeah, the, the only, the only thing um, that might put him under the pump at the end of the season if they don't make top four. Yeah, uh, yeah I honestly don't see I don't see them not finishing top four. I oh, know they should, like but they I'm have, just saying that's the only. They thing. have lost Wijnaldum. They'll lose <clears> Mane <throat> and Salah for the short term for the African Cup of Nations, but they still do have a decent squad. Yeah. No, all I'm saying is the only thing I can see that makes him have to leave would be if they don't get a top four, and we know they should get the top four anyway. So I think yeah, <clears> the <throat> only way the only way he'll be leaving, I think, is on his well, terms. Well, let's let's lead into <clears throat> that then with that question, <clears throat> and I'll throw one at you. Um, I've already mentioned Arteta, but who's going to be under the pump from from kickoff in terms of uh, job security or job security? Um, I, I'm going to stick. I'm going to stick to my original <laughs> statement. It, that'll be Hus and Hoddle for Southampton, I reckon. Yep. Yeah. I'll uh, say someone. Ollie. Ollie. Yep, if, if, he, he if, recently re-signed <clears throat> a three-year deal, so they. I know. Um, and I, what what exactly does a, a contract mean? That's not, what I mean. Not, not, nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nothing. But um, I'm just <clears throat> saying they must believe in him because we haven't. I, look, had, I believe in him, but yeah, I, 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 all I'd say is if we have, if we're not in the top four at um that sort of Christmas period, if we're outside that top four, who knows. Do we think it depends on Champions League as well? Like, if we don't make the knockout stages, do you think I, they'll play a part as well? Nah, I, I, for me, any pressure on Ollie will be related to EPL positions because I think, I think they've they've yeah. actually spent a little bit of money this time round. They haven't for a couple of years since Ollie's been there. Really, I think the only one they brought in was Bruno, and let's be brutally honest, he didn't cost a squillion. <laughs> In, in yeah, the but, term, in yeah. the terms of what they pay for players these days, with uh, the sneaky, sneaky <clears throat> hot, sneaky hot seat, sneaky hot seat, uh, Rafa Benitez, if he is flirting with the relegation zone, yeah, uh, do we really uh, see that happening yes. though? No, I'd back him in to have him at least mid table. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree with that. Yeah, um, I agree with that. Just. It's, and yeah, while we're talking about managers, um, how do we think um, Patrick Vieira is going to um, uh, adapt that, to life at Crystal that's Palace? That's good. Okay, now I'll start with I'll start with this one. So I I paid a lot of attention to him when he was managing New York City in the MLS because I watched a lot of MLS back when yep. he managed, and he he kept it simple, and then he played the city way, and then he went to um, France and managed Nissi. And they finished one year sixth and another year eighth, I believe. Yeah. So he has he has grown and his experience did get better. And this is the probably the biggest test of his uh, managerial career. And I reckon he, he has revamped the squad. He's um you know he's sent a lot of players packing and he brought you know a few in. And one 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 that headlines it is uh, 
a former Chelsea youngster in Goy. I think that's how you pronounce his name. He's a young centre back and he's looking solid in preseason. So we'll just we'll see how he goes. But Palace, I'm very confused about. I don't know if they're gonna be, you know, like they're gonna be below mid table or in amongst mid table. Well, Depends on Vieira. Last, yeah. For the last few years, they've always sort of been that team that's that's teased. Um, jumping up the table, haven't they? But they've never yeah, actually always, done it. Always, yeah. Because, um, look, let's be honest, you look at their front third, they've got some quality, don't they? Yeah, no. no they do, yeah. Wilfred Zaha to, you know, headline yeah, that. Yeah. Um, when, he's, when, he, when he's on, he's a good player. Yeah, that's right. Um, right uh, favourite favorite player to watch outside your club? Favourite player to watch? Um, mm. Probably, oh, for, me, for me, it's De Bruyne. You know, I know he's yeah. a rival player, but I, I'm a massive fan. And another one is because I watched a lot of Brentford in the championship. Uh, Ivan Tony, <clears throat> he broke the record for most goals. He scored like 31 goals in the championship, I believe. So, yeah, he was really good to watch <clears throat> in the championship. I wish, um, I wish, I wish, I uh, wish, Ike Gundawan was at was at Liverpool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. Uh, he's probably one of the best players in the Premier League as we speak. Oh, he, did, he didn't have a great. He didn't have a great uh, Euros, though. No, 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 he didn't. But a lot of players didn't have a good. <laughs> like a lot of top yeah. players didn't have a good Euros. You can argue that. Yeah. yeah. Um. You got one, Tim. Uh, look, year in year out, I actually admire. And the fact that he plays for a lesser light, I actually admire Vardy. I think he's yeah. quite, especially when he's on fire. He's Something's going to happen in front of goal. He, he was an <clears throat> he was an underrated man because of where he where he started off in like the national leagues, and then he <clears throat> built himself up. Like you can admire his character. Yeah, and yeah. W- w- when he's on, anything can happen. Yeah, it hasn't yeah. Uh, hasn't hasn't moved to a big club too, which uh, no shows a bit of cred. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Woody, um, look, there's a few to pick from, but um, I'm <clears throat> not sure who to go with here. Um, like Jimenez from Wolves. Oh, yep. Yeah. I, I do yeah. quite like him. And look, given that we've got their old manager, there's a chance that we might actually be able to snatch him from. But yeah, I'll, I'll go with, um, yeah, Jimenez. So you're, you're predicting, apart from the fact that he's great to watch, that um, Tottenham are the, are the go to club? No, I'm just saying that the manager is not going to leave one club and go to another without taking one or two players with him, or yeah, at least yeah. trying to get them there. Yeah, honourable mention though, Wilfred and Diddy from Leicester. I really like, I really like his um the way he plays and the position he plays. And if United ever were to try to get him, I'd love to get him. He's like on top of my wish list to come yeah. to United. Yeah, yeah. And I'll um, give an honourable mention to um, Luke Shaw. Just because oh, yeah. he's just ridiculously reliable. No, I agree with that. He's definitely upped his game since he's got fit again <clears> from <throat> um, long, like again, his injury history. Well, that's the thing. Know, he just gone up um, another level. He, yeah. he had that really bad break when he when he <clears> come <throat> across from um, Southampton. I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah Southampton. His last eighteen months, he's grown. No, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yes. What about you, Jeremy? What's your special? Cool. From another club, uh, I've already put mine. It's uh, Gundogan from uh, oh, Manchester. Sorry, you did too. You yeah. did too. 
I'm a um, little bit disappointed that no one mentioned um, Hyung Min Son. Yeah, well, he's, um, just, he's just a delight the, to watch that bloke. On the uh, on the Scottish uh, on the Scottish Premier League, just briefly, um, to uh, Angers keen on getting Aaron Moy to the club. Um, I I don't believe that's happening because of because of what happened with his brother. His brother passed away um, a few months ago, and yeah, I think he's still ago, was it? Yeah. yeah, he's still recovering from that. So I don't think he's gonna <clears throat> he's gonna he's not gonna go anywhere anytime soon. Would, if he's going anywhere, January? it's back to Australia, in my opinion. What about maybe the January Jan- transfer? Yeah, maybe, maybe, <clears throat> but I think he's gonna he's gonna cost <clears throat> he's gonna cost quite a bit still. He's gonna cost quite a bit, and I don't know. Just, it depends on him if he has the like the mindset. To play in a making, league like that, so, yeah, yeah. making making some good money in China as well. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, yeah. if he's cut, if he's going anywhere, it's back to the <clears> A <throat> to retire. That's just my opinion. Yeah. What about um, some individual awards throughout the um, EPL season? Who do you think can Kane back it up? If Lukaku, <clears throat> if Lukaku, when Lukaku's official, I'm going to say him. I'm going to say Lukaku because Chelsea were, I believe, second or third in most chances created. And then you had Werner missing like 50 shots on goal. If Lukaku was there, Lukaku would have broken the golden boot record. So Uh, that's just my opinion. I I, I judged Lukaku on last time he played in the Premier League and he was shit house. Yeah, you just you just gotta you just gotta give him the right system, the right team. I just I don't think he suited us. And Ola did try to play him on the wing a few times. And if you look at the bloke, he's not suited for wing whatsoever. Oh, look, comparing him to um, Harry Kane, there's a reason why Harry Kane they're asking 150 million. That's all I'll say. Well, that's the thing <clears throat> that leads into another discussion too, doesn't it? Because. Um, Manchester City are actually under investigation for breaching the fair play rules, and again. they've gone again yeah, all the time. Um, yeah, and they've gone and, gone and paid 100 million for Grealish, and now they're bidding 150 million for Kane. Um, it just really makes a mockery of the whole FIFA fair play thing, doesn't it? For, for, for the listeners, can someone please dissect the fair play rule? Um, in its simplicity, yeah, you need yeah, to... you can explain, yeah. You need to make more money than you spend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, right. you have to have a viable club. You know. So That's hypothetically, right. if so, um, that in turn that that includes um, all your income, your sponsorships, yeah, yeah. your your ticket sales, your merchandising, right. all that sort so, of stuff. So, so a good a good way of you know, upping your income is signing a Messi or a Ronaldo because you know their shirt sales is going to help you with your bottom line. Yep. And yeah, the thing so, is, too, if, yeah. if Kane yeah. does go to City, um, there's going to be a lot of Kane jerseys sold in England. Maybe not £150 million <clears throat> plus his wage worth, but they'll definitely go up. Yeah, look, I, I, I'm not 100% certain he's going there if, they've, if, that, if they're already under the microscope for the fair play and um, they've already spent, what, £100 million on... Uh, on Grealish. On Grealish. That that'd be two hundred and fifty million before they even pay wages. Yep. <clears throat> just uh, just to mention something. So you guys have said United could be in the running for Kane, right? But we haven't spent over a hundred mil on a player. I think I don't. I can't. I would have to think back. But ever, I don't think we've ever spent 
over well, wasn't, see, the thing, the thing is, yeah. though, that yeah. prices Pogba's are going up and up and up. So $100 million <clears throat> today is pretty much, you could compare that to what $30 million would have been for a player 10 or 15 years ago. Will the so, Glazers do that? That's what I. That's the question yeah. I have. Will they pay a hundred and thirty <laughs> or whatever, whatever the price is for Kane? Well, yeah. Josh, um, yeah. I reckon Pogba's still the highest um, bought player when we yeah, brought him he back. Is. Yeah, he no, was he only is. that was about eighty nine million. Eighty nine, exactly. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. we've so always kept to a budget. We've always kept to a budget <clears throat> for a long time. Well, so. United have got a history of that. Look at how cheap they got the great um, King Eric years ago. Yeah, we, See, we like the, to keep to a budget. The, yeah. the thing is, you said to Josh, you said when was the last time United spent that sort of money? Um, when was the last time they won a title as well? Yeah, yeah. So that, <laughs> yeah. that might force their hand as well. With all these um, other clubs spending big and winning titles, um, maybe they might um, dip their foot in the water too and say, all right, well, let's go all in and, and, and get Kane. Because as I said previously, Kane is the sort of player that can lift United to the title. Oh, they, yeah. he can definitely, but, you know, it's a lot of money for one what, player. What price do you put on that? Yeah, yeah. And that's the question yeah, no, that United need to ask themselves. Josh, um, wasn't it 2013? Uh, that, yeah, it was around it was, that it was year. 2000, it was the 2012-13 12, season. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're, yeah. we're coming up yeah. to 10 years since they won the title. That's... Mm. Yeah, a long drought. Yeah, it's, a long, um, it's the longest drought. Right? I, yeah. No, it's not the longest drought. How, how long is the drought it? since Tottenham oh, won the Premier League? No, in, in the, no, no for, I'm, saying for, I'm saying for us, Tim. In oh, the sorry. League I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in the Premier League era and for Manchester United, it's yeah, yeah, a massive, yeah. massive time yeah. without and And look, what, what's against that <laughs> is the fact that if you look at Sir Alex, 26 years and 13 titles, so it was one every two years. Um, correct me if I'm correct me if I'm wrong. <clears throat> Someone correct me if I'm wrong. I don't You're wrong. That, I don't think I don't think there actually is an Australian playing in the Premier League. No, they're all gone. There are, uh, there's, <laughs> there's, there's, Australian. Yeah. Uh, there's Australians playing in England. Uh, but oh, in the Championship and League yeah, One, yeah, yeah, behind yeah. the Premier League, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Although we, well, what, I think, Riley what McGree, happened to Matt Ryan? Where did he go? Riley real, real, real Sociedad. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, um, he was the last one. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. because we know he wouldn't he wouldn't have got much game time at Arsenal and Real Sociedad. He can fight for his place there. So, uh, um, but where yeah. does what does that say for the current <clears throat> state of Australian football? Then, um, it's it's how it's always been, not not how it used to be, and. It, well, we can we we can blame a hundred <clears throat> things on why that is. Gosh, yeah. you, you could even look at the um, actual Socceroos team. There's probably a larger number of A League players than what there ever has been in the squad. Yeah, no, it? no, that's a good <clears throat> point. I think the future is bright if we do everything correct. If we do everything correctly, you bet. You know, that's that's a big statement yeah. because you know we don't know what the future holds. If it's ten years, fifteen years, well, there the, is, the first thing I do is get rid of Arnold. Well, uh, we got, we he's got, already gone. Has he? Also got yep. uh, awesome. um, <clears throat> the thing with the the future of it. You just got to look at um, the Oli Roos in the Olympics. They they knocked off Argentina. Yeah, and the, and Spain. Look against Spain. Spain <clears throat> had such a good team, and they they uh, look. Spain did dominate, but we did ho- ho- like hold our own till extra time. But then then uh, that gets yeah. counted with losing to Egypt as well, doesn't it? So yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, sort of. You, Egypt, you yeah. can look at it one whichever. 
way you want, can't you? You can look at the Egypt game but, and say, well, this is how bad it could be. And then you look at the Argentina game and say, well, hang on a minute, we can actually play a bit. But the Egypt game, though, also is a bit of a formula of poor management and stupidity by players prior to that game. Because basically, probably our best two players had too many yellow cards come up yeah. against Egypt and were screwed. And as to why Arnold left players out there in that last the game prior to the Egypt game for so the long, Spain game. Yep. that's just poor management. <clears throat> Absolutely yeah, there's, poor. An, there's enough there to get, get a little bit excited about, I think. But you still need players over in Europe. Oh, Hayden, Hayden, Hayden Hustich playing for Interact Frankfurt in the Bundesliga. Oh, he'll be up against Borussia Mönchengladbach. He, he will, he will indeed. That's um, three times. Yes. Oya Mabil <laughs> for Mitchelland, if you want to mention another one. Oya Mabil. And then you got oh, Martin Mabil, Boyle yeah. for Hibs, and we got uh, Jackson Irvine for Hibs as well, if you want <clears> to <throat> put them in the list. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, and don't forget, don't forget Eric Partaloo playing for the Indian Super League Bengaluru. <laughs> oh well, of course, yeah. Who could forget? Just, the dude's like the dude's like thirty six now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just getting back to um, the Olympic Games effort for a sec. Knowing that we can have three overage players, is that correct? Yeah, we didn't use it. Yeah, we didn't utilize it. Why well, in the all. hell didn't yeah. they try and get the Premier A League striker to play in the Olympic Games? Yeah, I, I think that's the big question over Arnold's head. Why didn't he utilise the overage players? Because Spain did it really well. There was a Sensio on the bench. Yep. And, he's, and he's a you know a good player for Real Madrid. So, and he was on their, their bloody bench. So Who did they use yeah. as their main striker in the Olympics again? It was uh, Duke and they, uh, Zani played some games. <clears> but, you know, look, Zani's a Zani. But yeah, uh, Duke, why... Duke was up top. Yeah. Why? Why did they have Duke, who was the overage player by by all means? Yeah. Why didn't they consider maybe Jamie didn't want to go? But why wouldn't you take the premier friggin' um, striker in your domestic comp if you're allowed to take overage players? Oh, because best up pressure isn't eligible to play for Australia, <clears throat> Tim. He's not the premier striker, <laughs> and is he, is he, he's, he, he's not he, even allowed. He's not even allowed to lace up um, McLaren's boots. <laughs> did, look, look, did, <clears throat> look, did Arnold did Ar- Arnold's style of play suit McLaren though? Because we know McLaren's an in-the-box poacher. He, his work is in the box. Would he have suited the way Arnold wanted to play? McLaren last season yeah. did a lot of running up the ground and holding up play as well as doing most he of the did. damage in yeah. the box. Yeah, yeah, so he did, I, yeah, I do but... think, and he also had a few teammates that he plays with around him in the Australian team. So I reckon it would have fitted quite well. Do you think with uh, do, guys do you like Tilio and that feeding him the ball? Do you think <clears> Arnie? <throat> do you think Arnie loves him as much as he loves Ryan Grant? Oh, no. <laughs> do, do you I think, think? Do you think Arnie loves Ryan Grant as much as he loves Arnie? Mate, when you put when you put when when Redmayne <clears throat> makes the Socceroos, then you know favoritism is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just on the Socceroos, because obviously we've probably done Premier League till um, we can talk about what happened after the first round. Um, what were people's thoughts, considering Australia obviously didn't progress in the Olympics, was I was actually quite impressed, and this is a city bias coming through, unfortunately. So I'll say I was quite impressed by Tommy Glover's effort throughout the whole tournament. Because, uh, Glover was good, yeah. Yeah, because quite a few times he was he was left out to hang dry. Like he was, the defence in front of him was useless at times. And um, I thought he stood up pretty well. I thought there were games where we could have, 
lost four nil instead of that two nil game, for example. And and again, <clears throat> it comes down to Arnold's, you know, tactical greatness. You know, sarcasm <clears throat> speaking. Yeah, the way he played Suda, who's bloody six foot seven, and he's yeah. also mm-hmm. he played. He's one of Stoke's best players. Mm-hmm. They Stoke fans even say that he's <clears throat> one of their best. <clears throat> yep. Why? Why are you like? Uh, like he he changed to a back three and then a back four and then like see with Suda we know he's not a fast centre back he's too tall to run yeah so he's about he, six foot seven yeah, isn't he yeah six foot seven he's a big man so and, and he's the sort of guy that's going to be a, a problem for the opposition on our corners because of yeah his we height. didn't we just we just didn't utilize him correctly I believe I thought yeah. uh, Nathaniel Atkinson acquitted himself very well well as well he, nah, he did I was he actually was going to mention weak. Thomas Deng. Yeah, Thomas yeah. Ding was fantastic. Which is yeah. just he 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 was Suda's partner for a little bit. There's a bit of a height difference there, isn't there? Yeah. 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 And just going back to Nathaniel Atkinson, Jez is right to a degree, but he was one of the ones that was weak minded and had too many yellows that cost well, us that's that a last thing. game. That's <clears> a thing too, Tim, because <throat> you're talking about overage plays before. I think the the two games that Mitchell Duke did play, he was fantastic. <clears throat> um, but then he he um he missed the last one through suspension as well. So. Yes, he was our problem. But I still don't think we were going to progress with him as a striker as much as oh, he played well. No, not not <clears throat> at all. But I just don't think we were going to progress with that team at all. But back to your original question about Glover, um, I just think it's quite fitting that a goalkeeper's name is Glover. I think that's amazing. <clears throat> it, yeah, is. it is fantastic. Yeah, Marco Tilio scored a fantastic goal against Argentina, which, which was set up by Mitchell Duke. <clears throat> it was. It was it as was. well. Yeah, <clears throat> and. There's one kid that's going to go a long way, is Tilio. Yeah. He's going to go a long yeah. way. Many people originally like said, um, our little mate, what's his um, freaking Azani? Azani. Uh, a yeah. lot of people said, oh, he was going to be hitting a bit, blah, blah, blah. And Josh will he tell went you. Way, he went too he, early. Everyone he was, but, but also, too, Josh, didn't I used to always say at our home games, at the city home games, he cooks the ball too often? Oh, yeah. No, no I think no, that was right. the Oli Roos problem. They gave the ball back. Uh, well, that's the thing, and, and Azani was a, a, a big, um, big contributor to that as well. Um, if it needs two touches, he does four. Yeah, Azani was underwhelming to say the <clears> least, <throat> but um, I think the brightest spark was probably Tilio, and not just because of that goal. No, no, Tilio's second efforts and third efforts are just yeah, like they were in the um, grand final that run he did to save the ball from miles away from going out. It's stuff like that. Like he puts his body on the line. He's got a great attitude, and look. Also, no Riley McGree in that um, last game didn't help because he has genuine X factor. I've said that for years. He really does. And um, he's still really young. And we played like, him on the wing. <laughs> it feels like he's been around a long time in A League circles, but um, I think he's only still twenty one or twenty two. Yeah, he's only so, young. yeah twenty one. I think he's still yeah. got a long way to go, hasn't he? Yeah, and he, he as I said, does. he has genuine X factor. He can, I think at one stage he tried the old scissor kick, didn't he? Ah, uh, no, he's, he's the scorpion, a scorpion kick, kick from outside the box against us. <laughs> no, 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 I mean, in the Olympics, I think he had a go at a scissor oh, kick, yeah, yeah, at one stage. Like, he, no, he, he does did, that yeah. sort of shit, yeah. Just, a, just um, a couple of just a couple of seconds, just on, on the Melbourne victory. Um, I think a, a back four of Gary Hamill, Spiranovic, and Davidson is probably going to acquit itself much better than. 
the one they trotted out last season. Uh, oh, absolutely. It, honestly, could, I'm not, it I'm could not... be a back three with Guerrier at centre back. Just yeah, keep that up. Yeah, yeah, that we're not gonna see we're not gonna see six nil and five nil. Nah, that's what I'm saying. Are we? That's what I'm saying. We may not we may not win the derby, but I don't think we'll be getting pumped six nil. It'll be more no. competitive, which is what I want. So yeah, it'll oh. be more competitive. Yeah. Tim, uh, Tim, Tim, Tim this. I don't Tim, want competitiveness. Tim, Tim prefers the six. Tim wins. wants. Uh, Tim wants ten. Uh, we 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 enjoyed our smashings <clears throat> against them, but we want we want to be competitive. We want well, to prove why we're the best. You know what I mean? Yeah. I tell you what, and this these guys may laugh, but I think the next national coach actually does reside at City. I think. Um, you reckon? Paddy, I think Paddy. Uh, you reckon? I think he's got the resume at club level to be given a go. Uh, I'll tell you what, I'm not going <clears> to <throat> let you down, Tim. I am laughing. <laughs> <clears throat> No, he's done, unlike some. Too early. It's, it might be too early for him, no. I reckon, for oh, soccer I, is. I think um, a bit of young enthusiasm compared to some of the halfwits they've given the jobs to since Ange. Um, would, I, I just think, look at what he's done. He's coached the youth stuff to titles. He's coached the women to titles. He's now coached the men to titles. I reckon in a few years' time, he may very well be in the market for... Well, at least a manager's job somewhere else in the city group if, family. If if the <clears throat> success continues, though, that's yeah. that's just another question. Yeah. 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 Look, I, I don't underestimate what um, our great friend Eric taught him in that twelve months. Yeah, but you got other clubs <clears throat> recruit, recruiting well, and the A League's never never easy. So yeah, I can't guarantee we'll go back to back. But yeah, I'm not saying we'll yeah, go back yeah. to back, but I don't think we're going to drop away. But yeah, just yeah. and just think uh, the <clears throat> Melbourne victory of paying five hundred thousand a year to a completely washed Marco Rojas. So that's, <laughs> that's a win. Uh, that's a win. That's a win for City right there. And you yeah. gave Robbie Cruz player of the year. I was pissing myself when I saw that. That, that was yeah. just, that was that was yeah. just just summed up the season for. <laughs> So yeah. really, just quietly, we know um, the great man, and I use that term very loosely, um, also known as a person that travels around the countryside, has been let go by Western United. Does he get another home in the A-League or has he been given another home in the A-League? No, oh, yeah. no, he hasn't. I think I think he's cooked, but he'll probably get another <coughs> opportunity because he still has the mentality to want to play, so... Yeah, I think he's cooked, but he might, he a, he, he might he, go somewhere. If he had a slightly different attitude, he'd probably be worth having because he might teach a few young guys instead of barking orders at them. He might, uh, he might get the, he might get the Marconi, Marconi Stallions to just fork over hundred k. Well, I hear Woody's old club are looking for a striker. I mean, um, <laughs> Forest Rangers down here, uh, maybe he's a good fit. Well, look, uh, it's just one, one green uniform to another. You know, I hate it? him. I've, st- I've still got love. I've still got love for Bessart. He delivered us a lot of happiness well, at, the, at the victory. My favourite A-League player could have probably got a Guernsey in the uh, Socceroos as a mature age player, and he could have got penalties for us and God knows what with the way he haggles and bumps into opposition players and gets under their skin. But unfortunately, Matty Simon didn't go. <laughs> <clears throat> that, that happens when you don't actually score any goals. 
Oh, to his to his credit, he did get he had double a good digits. year last year. Yeah, yeah, he, he was, he's got eleven goals, I think. He was <laughs> no, in no. the he was in the <laughs> top few of the freaking Golden Boot last yeah. season. Yeah, no, he, was, he was. That was that was a, that was a surprise actually because I don't normally uh, I don't normally equate him in scoring goals. <laughs> he's actually a ripping bloke. He is actually a genuinely ripping bloke. I actually like him. Good good bounce of sun. <clears throat> oh, yeah. how good is he though at a game when we're playing against them? And if he's on the bench and he's on the warm up, he he has a little bit of banter with the crowd. Yeah, crowd gives it to him. That's he what gives you want. it back. He, he and I was in the tunnel one time and we're meeting all the city players and I've seen him walk past and I've gone, Matty, and he he's sort of gone, "Is he being a smart?" I said, "No, photo, photo," and he was quite happy to come over and he's a great fella. The only, the only <laughs> reason I, the only reason I don't th- I don't think it'll be a uh, a back three with Garia um, is because they'll need to plant. Josh, Josh Berlanti uh, in front, so that's massive my, pick up either way. Yeah, <laughs> so that that's that's my only reasoning where I think we'll have that back four. Which Gary can play right back as well. Yeah, that's no, a good point. It's a good point. But yeah. let's just let's just hope they don't go into the top six straight away. <laughs> uh, this that is hey uh, at, at, at the biggest biggest club in the country like ours. It's just that's it, it expected. We're climbing, mate. We're yes. climbing. <laughs> hey, Jeremy, it's coming home to city. It's coming yeah. home to city. I think I really can think... we steer this conversation back home? Well, I, 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 was, oh, sure, I was gonna suggest that I think we've really exhausted our um talking power about the EPL. We've got desperate and we've started talking A League. That's Ma- fine. Maybe so maybe Swing gonna... around and go with um, Golden Boot and Player of the Season. Yeah, I think so. And then after that, we might in the future put a bit of an A-League um, chat together before that season starts. And Jeremy can bang on about um, the scum then. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> so <laughs> And I will. Want... <laughs> and I will too. No if you want, I'll, I'll go with um, ever-reliable Harry Kane to win the Golden Boot. Okay. My player of the year is going to be Bruno, um, and it's biased, but I actually think that guy is in the top few players no, in the whole league. he'll be league. up there. He'll yeah, be up and, there. It's And, and I think with Sancho there to share the workload, someone with a bit of skill, I think um, Bruno will blossom instead of being the one one go-to man um, in that sort of just up um, sort of in the midfield slash forward. <clears throat> Um, I'll I'll be a bit biased and I'll say Mo Salah, which is going to be hard. It's going to be hard because he'll be away for months, but hopefully he'll he'll have it sewn up by then. What um, the golden boot? Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, the player of the year, player I mentioned before, uh, Gundogan. He's uh, the, the engine yep. that makes engine that makes City go. Um, um oh, you want me to go next? No, or? you you go, Josh. Yeah. Um. <laughs> This is, uh, you know, this is anticipating Lukaku signing. I'm going to say Lukaku for Golden Boot. And for player of the season, I'm also going to say Fernandez. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was going to go with Lukaku as well. He's not signed yet, but there's every chance he will be before this episode even gets published. Um, and I'm going to go with De Bruyne. Like that, that guy has just got class written all over him. He's been one of the best players for the last few years he as has, well. Yep. So I think um, and he didn't play a full <laughs> season last year either. So I think um, if he, City are going to win the title and he's going to be a big part of that. All right. Yeah. Wrapping up, Tim, are we? I think so. I think it's time. And 
listeners, um, feel free to hit us up on all social media, which are Woody. Um, on Facebook, just search for MPO Sports Podcast. <coughs> um, fire in some questions or get involved with some discussion there or on Twitter at NPO Podcast. And we've got an email, which is podcast at gmail.com. So fire in any questions, suggestions or feedback that you've got there. Now's yeah, a good, now's a good time to uh, shout out Josh Watson for our uh, editing as well. Yes, yeah, so I was about ready to do that. I was going to say, um, Josh, you better get editing. <laughs> and <laughs> got, some, got some to do for sure, 100%. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm sure um, you'll be utilising the lovely tunes, the velvet tones of Zaggy 2 uh, when you do so. And um, I, I think we might get the same five together for an A-League preview when we get a bit closer to starting in that one, seeing we're in the mode of football. And we'll also, in the near future, probably have an NFL preview leading into the season. Yeah, there'll um, be, we'll probably, probably a couple of specials. We'll do that, an NFC yeah. and a preview and an AFC preview Which separately. Which is the two conferences, yeah? Yeah. Yep. So, yep. Um, yeah, we've got a month before... That season kicks off, so um, we've got our work cut out for us there, Jez, to get something together. Yes, do. And we may very well play the fame game of guess the lines throughout the season randomly. And uh, Very um, much looking forward to that again, yes. The, the, con- the, the, the very good. controversial guess the lines. Uh, I, hope we're, I, hope we're, I hope we're amending the rules this There'll year. There'll be some strict it. guidelines in place. Uh, your your people are going to, have to talk to my people, and I don't, my people don't listen too well. And um, <clears throat> I'd like to I'd like to you know as the editor listening to all the episodes editing them, I want to just give a shout out to Mel because she's been a fantastic contributor to this podcast so far. She certainly has, has. She has Mel. Yeah, her, <laughs> has Mel. Her, opi- her opinions are fantastic, and she's passionate, and I love that about about you know anyone about sports. So yeah, no, yeah. thanks for acknowledging that. And look, yeah. Mel doesn't normally dabble on this format that we do but she's for the listeners you will know her on our afl format uh, thanks thanks andrew for coming on as well yeah yes. definitely a big shout out thanks to andrew, to andrew as well yes thanks, andy. Uh, funny enough um andrew inboxed me and said thanks for having him and i've also said we'll have to get him back i think we'll get him back for the a-league one because he does excel in a-league knowledge as does young josh so yep. Um, we might even be able to grow the panel a bit and get. Um, we might even try for Costa with um, see what he's got to say about the A League as well. But um, other than that, I think it's time to say huru. And um, <clears throat> just before that, just remember Ricky Bobby. If you're not first, you're last. All right, huru, huru. Thanks, guys. Thank you.